0: THE ORDER FOR EVENING PRAYER FOR THE TUESDAY OF THE SEVENTH SUNDAY AFTER TRINITY. LORD, I HAVE LOVED THE HABITATION OF THY HOUSE AND THE PLACE WHERE THINE HONOR DWELLETH. LET MY PRAYER BE SET FORTH IN THY SIGHT AS THE INCENSE, AND LET THE LIFTING UP OF MY HANDS BE AN EVENING SACRIFICE. LET US HUMBLY CONFESS OUR SINS unto ALMIGHTY GOD. ALMIGHTY AND MOST MERCIFUL FATHER, WE HAVE ERRED AND STRAYED FROM THY WAYS LIKE LOST SHEEP. And grant, O most merciful Father, for His sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of Thy holy name. Amen." Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to His ministers to declare and pronounce to His people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Psalter lesson appointed for this evening is Psalm 74. O God, wherefore art thou absent from us so long? Why is thy wrath so hot against the sheep of thy pasture? O think upon thy congregation, whom thou hast purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of thine inheritance, and Mount Sion, wherein thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet, that thou mayest utterly destroy every enemy which hath done evil in thy sanctuary. Thine adversaries roar in the midst of thy congregation, and set up their banners for tokens. He that hewed timber afore out of the thick tree was known to bring it to an excellent work but now they break down all the carved work thereof, with axes and hammers. They have set fire upon thy holy places, and have defiled the dwelling place of thy name, even unto the ground. Yea, they said in their hearts, Let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burnt up all the houses of God in the land. We see not our tokens, there is not one prophet more, no, not one is there among us that understandeth any more. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonour? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name for ever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand? Why pluckest thou not thy right hand out of thy bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my King of old. The help that is done upon earth, he doeth it himself. Thou didst divide the sea through thy power, thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou smotest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat for the people of the wilderness. Thou broughtest out fountains and waters out of the hard rocks. Thou driedest up mighty waters. The day is thine, and the night is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy hath rebuked, and how the foolish people hath blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the enemies, and forget not the congregation of the poor for ever. Look upon the covenant, for all the earth is full of darkness and cruel habitations. O let not the simple go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise unto thy name. Arise, O God, maintain thine own cause, remember how the foolish man blasphemed thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies. The presumption of them that hate thee increaseth ever more and more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the nineteenth verse of the fourth chapter of the book of the prophet Daniel. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was astonied for one hour, and his thoughts troubled him. The king spake and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee. Belteshazzar answered and said, "My Lord, the dream be to them that hate thee, and the interpretation thereof to thine enemies. The tree that thou sawest, which grew and was strong, whose height reached unto the heaven, and the sight thereof to all the earth, whose leaves were fair and the fruit thereof much, and in it was meat for all, under which the beasts of the field dwelt, and upon whose branches the fowls of the heaven had their habitation. It is thou, O king, thou art grown and become strong, for thy greatness is grown and reacheth unto heaven, and thy dominion to the end of the earth. And whereas the king saw a watcher and an holy one coming down from heaven and saying, Hew the tree down and destroy it, yet leave the stump of the roots thereof in the earth even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him? This is the interpretation, O king, and this is the decree of the Most High, which is come upon my lord the king, that they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall wet thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over thee, till thou know the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. And whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the tree-roots, thy kingdom shall be sure unto thee, After that thou shalt have known that the heavens do rule. Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness, and thine iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begineth the twelfth verse of the twenty-third chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. And when it was day, certain of the Jews banded together, and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they would neither eat bread nor drink till they had killed Paul. And they were more than forty which had made this conspiracy. And they came to the chief priests and elders, and said, We have bound ourselves under a great curse, that we will eat nothing until we have slain Paul. Now therefore ye with the counsel signify to the chief captain that he bring him down unto you to-morrow as though ye would inquire something more perfectly concerning him. And we, or ever he come near, are ready to kill him. And when Paul's sister's son heard of their lying in wait, he went and entered into the castle and told Paul. And Paul called one of the centurions unto him and said, Bring this young man unto the chief captain, for he hath a certain thing to tell thee. So he took him and brought him to the chief captain and said, Paul the prisoner called me unto him and prayed me to bring this young man unto thee, who hath something to say unto thee. Then the chief captain took him by the hand and and went with him aside privately, and asked him, What is that thou hast to tell me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to desire thee that thou wouldest bring down Paul to-morrow into the council, as though they would inquire something of him more perfectly. But do not thou yield unto them, for there lie in wait for him of them more than forty men which have bound themselves with an oath that they will neither eat nor drink till they have killed him, and now are they ready, looking for a promise from thee. So the chief captain then let the young man depart and charged him, See, thou tell no man that thou hast showed these things to me. And he called unto him two centurions, saying, Make ready two hundred soldiers to go to Caesarea, and horsemen threescore and ten, and spearmen two hundred, at the third hour of the night. And provide them beast that they may set Paul on and bring him safe unto Felix the governor. Here endeth the second lesson, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people, Israel. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. Lord of all power and might, who art the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of thy name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and of thy great mercy keep us in the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, given to thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, Almighty God, whose kingdom is everlasting and power infinite, have mercy upon this whole land, and so rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this State, and all others in authority, that they, knowing whose ministers they are, may above all things seek thy honor and glory, and that we and all the people, duly considering whose authority they bear, may faithfully and obediently honor them, according to thy blessed word and ordinance, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with Thee and the Holy Ghost liveth and reigneth ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, from whom cometh every good and perfect gift, send down upon our bishops and other clergy, and upon the congregations committed to their charge, the healthful spirit of Thy grace, and that they may truly please Thee, pour upon them the continual dew of Thy blessing. Grant this, O Lord, for the honor of our Advocate and Mediator, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, the Creator and Preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto Thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in Thy name, Thou wilt grant their requests, fulfil now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of Thy servants as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of Thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, Be with us all evermore.